All right. How's everyone doing? This is Marlon Heard the Valionaire. And I, I want to welcome you to episode one. And uh, this is going to be the first episode of our of this podcast, The Valionaire Vault. So, of course, you know, with this being the first episode, you know, it's, 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 it's going to get better over time. But, um, you know, there's a lot of information I'm going to be sharing of things that I've learned over the years when it comes to business and living a, a, a healthy and fulfilled life. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm a husband, I'm a father of four, four beautiful daughters. And, um, you know, we, we're going to be talking about all of it, family, business, living healthy, physically healthy, mentally healthy. And um, but it's all going to be surrounded around the, uh, the, the black community. Um, because, um, I, I believe it's a, it's an area that, that still needs, that still needs help. I mean, you, you can see it right now, um, from, from the time that, um, in this, in this country and, you know, I know a lot of people say, well, if you don't like it, you can move, you know, you can say that to anybody, you know, this is things that individuals are just not going to like. And the way things are set up here for the black community, um, when it comes to a grand scale, when it comes to, a political scale, when it comes to economic scale, when it comes to an emotional scale, all of that, everything is systematically set up to keep the black community in a certain place. I'm not going to say keep the man, you know, man keeping you down is to keep us in our place because we are a people of power. And I believe that we are gods and um, we are people of power. And, and when you have power, um, individuals that have less power than you will do what they can to, to, to kind of keep you in a place. So um, everything's going to be surrounded around the uplifting of my, my black community as an African-American male. Um, you know, at the, at the time I'm starting this broadcast, this, this podcast, I'm 42 years old. So to make it to this point says a lot. And, um, you know, not to say that, you know, we'll, we'll get into later on my, you know, my childhood and things of that nature where I grew up, but, um, you know, I, I made it out of some some tight situations uh, to be here. Um, you know, I was fortunate enough to uh, to make it out where I live, to, to to go to college. I went to the Ohio State University. So if you listen, I'm still talking about Buckeyes out there. But uh, and, uh, you know, and then uh, I got involved in business, had some great mentors. So I've been fortunate. I'm going to just let you know, not everybody is, is fortunate enough to have the kind of individuals that I've had around me in my life. And it, it, it shaped me. So I'm 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 going to be I want to be one of those individuals for other people. I want to be one of those individuals for ind- people who are looking for someone to help shape their lives. And it doesn't matter what age you're you're, you're in or what uh, you know what time of your life. It, you can be listening to this right now. You can be seventy. Doesn't matter. You're still breathing and kicking it. Uh, you know, kicking it alive. You you could become you know whatever you desire. Um, you just have to believe that you can still that you can still do. Um, you know, do what you want. And, and so, uh, I know a lot of people say, oh, you know, you're, you're getting old. No, it's, it's, it's not about getting old. It's about always getting better. All right. So today I want to start this broadcast with something that has really, uh, shaped my life. And that's becoming when I became a business owner. All right. Today I'm going to talk about the power of business ownership. Um, and uh, when I, when I, when I got involved in business, in 2002, uh, I had no idea what I was getting involved in. You know, all I knew is that I didn't want to work for a company my entire life. Okay, that's what I knew. So 
first thing I want to talk about is the 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 BS that we're sold on working for a company. All right. So um, no matter what type of income you're earning, I don't care if you're listening to this right now, you're making six figures a year. I don't care if you listen right now, you're making 30,000 a year. It doesn't matter. That company will never pay you what you're worth because the amount of work that you do, what you're paid is only 10% of what you actually make the company. So if you're making $30,000 a year, you're actually making the company $300,000 a year. And if you're making six figures, you know, let's say you're making $100,000 a year, you're actually making the company a million dollars a year. All right, $1 million. So, so what they're saying is that you're only worth 10% of your, your efforts. And you know how, how fair is that? I, I remember when I learned this, I, I remember reading this in a magazine, in Money Magazine in 1994, I want to say, or five, I was reading Money Magazine and they were just talking about, you know, the the uh, the, the employee world and how it, it changes so slowly. You know, I, I remember when there were no cell phones. All right. I remember I remember my first CD. OK, I remember my first DVD. And, you know, every, you know, I remember there was no Facebook, no Instagram. And, it, and all of this has changed. And there was a time I remember when there was no Uber. Right. I remember Uber came out like, hold on, I'm going to get somebody else's car. And so you have and, and go somewhere. So we have all these things that are changing um, all the time rapidly. But the only thing that has stayed the same is how employees get paid. And you have these CEOs that and owners that made millions upon millions of dollars on the backs of other individuals. Now, to me, that sounds like slavery. All right. You're, you're given um, a little bit back. And sometimes a lot of people work in places where they can't even afford the things, the products that the people sell. Um, I'll give you a good example. Um, you know, my wife's cousin, uh, and I'm not saying he can't, but uh, he works for a, a huge department store in New York. It's like, I mean, this, I mean, everything in there is glistening and shining. And I'm not saying that he doesn't make this kind of money, but I could probably almost guarantee that the type of income he earns, he cannot afford to buy three of those items at the same time. All right. He works in this beautiful store. It's beautiful. It smells good on every floor. And then they had this wall on the top floor. Where all these dignitaries from all over the world came and shopped at this store and they had pictures and presents were there and they had they held events. And it was just immaculate. But I guarantee you, a lot of those workers that work there, if they want to go buy three items from that store at the same time, they could not do it. Right. But they'll talk about where they work. Oh, I work for this place. And people are like, oh, man, that's great. That is great. Right. And, and, and you know, the Mercedes Benz store. I promise you that the people who work there and sell the cars, m- most of them probably can't even afford a Mercedes Benz. Right. From the type of income that they're earning. So with that being said. It, it would make sense to, to find out how to be on the other side. Right. Because those individuals that own those stores are business owners. I learned something of this from uh, from a gentleman I watched on, on YouTube. He said, when you know what the people know that pay you or that have control over you, when you know what they know, you no longer need them. All right, I'm going to say it again. When you know what the people that control your income know or the people that have control over you know, when you know what they know, you no longer need them. So what I'm saying is that once you understand how business ownership works and the power of it, 
then you no longer need that employer because all the employer is is a business owner. And they understood that, hey, if I'm going to make a lot of money, I need to leverage myself with other people's efforts, other people's efforts and other people's money. That's 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 the second thing I want to talk to you about. The power of business ownership is that you get to participate in two of the most powerful concepts when it comes to business. You have something called OPE. All right. And OPE stands for other people's efforts. All right. We could take that to any situation, even with slavery. Slavery was was something where it was built on the backs of other people, other people, like other people's efforts. And these individuals were paid nothing, nothing at all. And if they didn't work, they were beat. They tried to run away. They were they were they were they were killed. And um, I and, and and my my on my father's side, that's our history where we even have our great grandfather's slave shackles. I'm talking about the shackles that were on his ankles. We have them. So I'm just letting you know that where you know where I come from and, and, and why, why I'm doing this. All right. So um, but OPE, other people's efforts. And that's why the United States became the, the richest con- country in the world, because they didn't have to pay wages for over 400 years. Or even longer than that, they did not have to pay wages on the work that was being done. All right, on uh, by uh, an industry that was huge. Cotton was huge. Uh, crops were huge. All these things were huge. It was, it was a very agricultural time, and it was on the backs of other people. Now, I'm, I, I know I kind of went on a tangent, but I'm just I'm just giving you just paying a picture. So the same thing happens in the workplace. The, the people who make it in twenty two million dollars and, you know, the, the Bezos guy, he's a billionaire, a billionaire. Hold on. You own a company. You're a billionaire and your employees. So I'm pretty sure some of these employees can't even pay rent. I don't want to say pay rent, but if they want to do something, they're going to have to wait till the next check comes in. And you're a billionaire. I mean, why? Why? Why not take some of that income and distribute it out? All right. But that's not how it's set up. So then you have other people's money and other people's money. There's a range of things. You have individuals that can buy stock in that company. That's other people's money. Yeah, that, that company may borrow money from the bank. That's other people's money. And then you also have the products and the services that you're selling. And what is that from? That's other people's money. That's buying those products. So other people's efforts and other people's money is a con- is a business concept that creates long-term stable income. So if you want to be in that position where you want to create long-term stable income, you have to be in the process where you are involved in OPE and OPM. And I know that I, I, I never heard these concepts until I got involved in business. I, it, it, it wasn't taught to me in school. It wasn't talk, talked about at home. It wasn't taught to me in college. And I went to one of the biggest colleges in the world. It wasn't talked to there. Because the whole goal was to get you in that in, in that race, in that rat race. And, and, and you're in that rat race and the wheel is spinning round and 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 round. But you're not going anywhere. You're in the same position. But the thing about it is that it's normal. It's what it's what we are taught from little kids on a is get good grades. And if you don't get good grades, you're not going to be anything. If you don't go to school, you're not going to be anything. If you don't go to college, you, you, you're not going to be anything. So now it's like, if you don't have a master's, you're not going to be anything. Then now if you don't have a doctor, you're not going to be anything. So this whole time, this whole concept is being drilled into us of you're not going to be anything. If you don't get good grades and don't get a good job, 
that and that concept is still going on today. Today, are you kidding me? Are you getting the way that the job is set up and the way it's moved around and and and, and things and things are shipping out, uh, being outsourced and and companies are laying people off. Um, I, I just read a story. I just read a story about where GM closed five plants. GM closed five plants and laid off 14,000 people. That's 14,000 people that were that were relying on that job paycheck. And GM closed five plants. But the year before, the year before, they made $2.5 billion in profit. So the year before, you're making $2.5 billion in profit, but the next year you need to close five plants. All right. What kind of sense does that make? Why, why not keep the plants open? Okay. And, and and all they're looking to do is save money. They're saving money on the plants. They're saving money on, on um, uh, wages. And, and that's how it's set up. So, hey, we, we, we need to make more money. I need, I need to, the, the, the people above are like, I need another boat. Okay, such and such who owns this company bought three boats. I didn't buy three boats. So how can I buy three boats? Let's close five plants and lay off 14,000 workers, save that money, have that money come to us. Now we can buy three boats. I'm just letting you know how it works. Okay, such and such bought four Ferraris. Man, I didn't buy four Ferraris. What can we do? Let's close five plants, lay off 14,000 workers, save that money. Now I can buy four Ferraris. That this is this is what's going on behind the scenes. Absolutely. You're like, oh my gosh, what do we do now? What's going on now? What do we do now? And you know, how, how are we gonna feed our family? How are we gonna do this? And you have no idea how that's gonna work. All right, but that is that is those individual business owners. So the thing about it is that you have to be in a position where you start your own business or join a business. Okay, or join a business. I joined a business. I got involved in the home-based business network marketing industry. I joined the business because why and, and why join a business over starting a business? Well, everything's already set up. The product or the service is already set up. The payout system is already set up. Okay, it's the only industry that I know of. I'm, I'm being kind of biased here. It's the only industry I know of that wants to pay you more money. The previous month than you did the next month that you did the previous month is the only issue I know where you have individuals that want to see you make more money. And a majority of the companies are set up for you to make more as much money as you possibly want to. All right. I know individuals right now that uh, I have a mentor that was earning one point six million dollars per month at one point in, in a particular company conversation plan. I don't know any job that will allow you to do that, but I do know it can happen in network marketing. All right. And, and, and I know a lot of people, they frown upon network marketing. Oh, I'm not doing that pyramid scheme. What have you, but guess what? Everything's a pyramid. Where you work right now is a pyramid. You got the, the, the small amount of people at the top then you got the execs and you got the supervisors, you got the mid managers, then you got the employees. And every time you go down the ladder, it gets bigger. Draw it out, draw it out right now. Draw out your company right now. All right, draw out your company and, and put where you are. Put where you are. And if you draw it out, what is it? It's a pyramid. It's a triangle. Everything's a, everything's a pyramid. Everything. Because it's, it's, a, it's a very powerful structure. If you look at the pyramids, 
in Egypt. They've been around for centuries, thousands of years, thousands of years. And there's so many things going on inside the pyramid that a lot of people don't even know. And that's a different topic. All right. But thousands of years and have, and they're still there, still there. So when you're thinking about, oh, my gosh, that pyramid stuff, stop it. Stop it right now. Just just stop because everything's a pyramid. The thing about network marketing is that it is it's going to allow you to, to be a top of your very own pyramid income earning structure. That that and that's that's why I got involved in network marketing. When I understood that concept, I said, "Whoa, this is crazy." Okay, and then it also allows you to what get involved in OPE and OPM. Okay, now now network marketing is not the only business that you can start. It's all I mean, if you're great at something, you're great at writing resumes, you're great at. Um, doing taxes, you're great at writing books, you're great at counseling, you're great at massage, whatever it is, get start the business because there's a different mindset that has to happen in order for that business to flow. That's the third thing I want to talk about. Maybe the fourth thing I want to talk about is the mindset. See, it, it's not the work that brings you the money. It's the mindset that brings you the money. It's the mindset that creates it. And when you're in business, you're allowed to be creative. So when you work with somebody else, you don't have to be creative. You go and you do the work, go home. You go and do the work, go home. You go and do the work, go home. All right, for most jobs. But when you're in business, it allows you to be creative. You must be creative. If you want to increase your income, you have to find a way to get your product or your service in front of more people. Well, you got to be creative in that. Okay, do I do an ad? Do I do a, do I do a flyer? Do I do a webinar? Do I get on Facebook? Do I get on Instagram? Do, what, what do I do? And so now it allows you to be creative. So, okay, well, then you find that vein where, okay, I'm getting five clients a week or five customers a week or five new team members a week from this vein. And so you pump that vein. All right. And then you find another vein and then you pump that vein. And now you got 10 new clients or 10 new customers or 10 new team members a week. But in order for your business to grow, you have to be creative. All right. You have to find a way to get funding sometimes, depending on what kind of business you have. All right, you got to get your credit together. All it just depends on the type of business you have, but it allows you. To be, and then there are different books that you have to read, and seminars that you have to go to, and webinars that you have to be on, and and powerpoints you have to watch, and 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 seminars that you have to go to, and and strengthen your mindset. I can definitely tell you, it was the mindset. My, once my mindset changed, everything began to change in my life. Once my belief changed, everything began to change in my life. Once my thoughts changed, everything. So. It's that mindset that you get in business. Now, not to say it can't happen in work. When you're at work, you're doing it for somebody else's company. You're increasing your value in hopes that the company sees more value in you to want to pay you more. And now you, and then you're still waiting on them to decide if your value is enough. Listen, you're already enough. You're, you're, I learned that um, you know, we were all born to win, but we're conditioned to fail. So we're all born winners. We all have these things that we want to do and ideas and goals and 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 passions and purposes, but we're conditioned to fail. And it starts at home. Parents are like, oh, don't do that. You don't need to do that. You need to go to school. You need to get good grades. And the kid is like, I don't like school. I don't want to go to school. I don't want to do this. I want to do that. But we're forcing them into this, into this pigeonhole. We're pigeonholing our children. Right? And then they don't find out till it's not until they get out of out of from under you know, their parents rule and they get the cause like, okay, now I'm gonna do what I want to do. Okay. And then they go out and create these great things. I'm pretty sure Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak that started Apple 
their parents would tell them, y'all crazy. You know, why are you dropping, dropping out of school? And why are you in this garage? And I love pop, a lot of people tell them you're crazy. Why you drop out of this prestigious school? And now their families will never have to worry about money. Ever. I'm talking about any big company you know about or anybody who's doing well financially, the people who, who their whole life were trying to pigeonhole them into what's supposed to be the norm were like, you are crazy. And now they're crazy rich. And now those individuals told you they were crazy. Like, oh, I knew you could do it. Yep. I, you know, get out of my face. Okay. So um, hold on. I, I got a text message. All right. So the power of starting a business. All right. And then also the power of starting a business as an African-American or, or a black person in the United States is even more powerful. All right. A lot of that, that wealth and a lot of that information that was kept from us as a people, as a whole, even back to the time we weren't even allowed to read, all right, is available for you. It's available. It's available in books. There are people out here who want to see you do well. It's available. I don't want you to think like, oh, I can't do that. No, listen, no. You have your credit right and you read some books. You find some mentors and some coaches. Oh yeah, you can do it. You can definitely go down to the bank and get money, get loans, all that kind of, it's it's available. Well, the thing, the thing about it is that as a whole, we don't believe it's available for us, okay? We don't believe it's available. Now, I know there's a lot of fights out there that we can have. There's the political fight. There's the um, um, there's the economic fight. There, there's the social fight, all right? I'm in the business fight. I'm in the, the financial fight, okay? that This is the fight I just chose to be in. You know, you have all kinds of individuals that are different fights. I'm in the financial fight. I want to show you how to save money on taxes. I want to show you how to... Allocate your money so you never run out of money. I want to show you to get your credit together. I want to talk about, um, I, I want to, we'll have individuals on here talking about your mental health and, and your physical health. All of these things that were, that were kept from us. I'm just talking about from what was taught from us from the day we, we became, you know, humans on this, on this, in this country. And I also believe that we were already here before slavery started, but all those things that were kept from us, it's available. Listen. It is available. I want you to know this. I want you to tell your children this. It's available. I don't care what's going on out there or, or who said this or that said that or what white person said this or what white person said that. doesn't matter. It's available. It's available for all of us. All of it's It's out there. And the only reason you see it happen sporadically is because we don't have enough of us that believe it's for us. You, you know, it, it's, 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 it's a lot of us who are in those situations where we don't believe there's a way out, there's no hope because of where you live, right? It's, it's rough where you live. There's dying where you live. There's drugs where you live. There's guns where you live, right? Um, there's no father. There's no mother. It's only grandparents. There, there's nobody. You're false. You know, you were foster child. But here's the thing. There are individuals out there who want to see you do well. There's individuals out there that can help you with your mental health or help you with those challenges, all right, in your life. Those individuals are out there, and we're going to have them all here in this podcast. All right. So I just want to start with the business, uh, the power of business ownership and why you should start a business. We're going to talk about these these little uh, topics here. You know, we're going to break it all, break it all the way down. I'm going to have individuals on here who are just some phenomenal business builders, online, offline, financial planners, um, counselors, um, bankers, all kinds of things, uh, people who, who, who are about health. We're going to have them on here that so you can have access to this. 
All right. So this is Marlon the Valionaire. And I want to thank you for listening here at the Valionaire Vault. All right. And uh, we're here for the upliftment of uh, upliftment. Is that, that a word uh, for the uplifting uh, of our of our black communities? And um, this this is just the start. I'm, 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 I'm in the fight. And, and, and this this is just this is the start. And, uh, you know, the good thing about it is starting somewhere. So this this is going to be my contribution. And I'm also going to take this to to the streets and, uh, you know, get into those communities and, and, and start really teaching this from the from the children on up and, and letting them see an individual that's that's being successful outside of sports, outside of rapping. And there's nothing wrong with those things. But I want to let them know that there's, there are other ways that we can become successful in our own right. All right. So Marlon the Valionaire. All right. This is episode one of the Valionaire Vault. I want to thank you all for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.